Hello and welcome to the 49th episode of the GochuCast. However, we are now ending the GochuCast in order to bring you the Oshinoko podcast. A small intermission. Yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess, warning, if you haven't watched Oshinoko, get the fuck off the podcast and go watch that shit. What are you doing? Then come, watch it, then come, come back. back. Yeah, don't, don't leave us entirely. Come back. Yeah. Spoiler warning, the, we're going to be talking about the first episode of Oshinoko. So. Yes. Yes. The, the movie. The movie. Yeah, the movie, the, the prologue, episode one, the whole shebang. But, uh, yeah, I have been spending months gassing up that first episode. And I was very excited to see that even my expectations were not high enough to match what I think the anime did. And I have been spending months avoiding spoilers for this series. Because and deciding not to read it because uh, I wanted to go in fresh, and that'll also be a fun perspective. Because I, I don't want to say I wasn't expecting the things that happened, but also like this is not what I thought I was signing up for. I guess in a good way. Yeah, I mean, going in blind is like because I, I mean I, it's so odd like going into it and knowing everything's going to happen and even then it's just it doesn't matter sometimes right you can predict what's going to happen i I physically know what's going to happen but it doesn't it's just it still hits because there's how well done it was oh yeah i was watching with mars and we were just talking during the episode talking about oh god they're gonna do this later aren't they and stuff like that like it's not like we didn't know what was going to happen when it happened it's just before I clicked play on the episode, I had no idea what was going to happen. And then an hour and a half later, it's just pain. Yeah, I have not had that kind of experience with an anime since I watched Clinette After Story, and that's saying something. I still don't think it's on like the same level as that, but uh, I mean... It, instead of just like the single like tear roll, I was crying. I like uh, I I've not had that good of a cry from an anime in a really long time, like six oh. years. It's impressive. Yes, it was very it was very well done. This talking about after story or uh no after story I cried like twenty quadrillion single times. Uh, no, <laughs> not, not not single tear. No, that was like baby bitch crying. But I mean Oshinoko, um obviously the scene in which uh i is no longer with us was just from start to finish just so well done that like i couldn't have not cried whether i knew it was gonna happen or not uh, i know it's kind of out of order to start at this point can we also talk about how like they popped off with the way that they animated her after she had passed on oh the art the art correction in that whole sequence was just insane it's good overall, I think, throughout the episode. Yeah. And that was just like, like I said, by that point, I I knew that this was going to be coming, and I still wasn't ready for how it came. Yeah, because like, I mean, the flags were there, and you can like generally tell. Like in the manga, it's much more obvious because of. Uh, I think what the, what the anime did a good thing of is they cut out some flash forwards that kind of gave yeah. even more flags. Um, and so the anime didn't have those. And so 
you know, there's still like a little bit of hope in you. Whereas in like the manga, where you're like, yeah, this this, this is not about to yeah. go well. But yeah. um, even at the end, when she, you know, has stabbed and the the murderer is leaving, and we have Mister Doctor Boy there as a baby, I'm still in my like heart. Like, but what if he saves her somehow because he was a doctor? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know what the because at that uh, point. I I have assumed for a long time that she is going to die, and I've and it's happening, right? And I'm like, this makes sense, but also, what if he just doctored her? Yeah, um, yeah, it's like one of those things where you're like, maybe she can, and then he says the abdominal aorta, which is the the largest blood vessel in the body. <laughs> just so oh, no. He says what happened, and it's like, oh, she's like not savable by anyone. If nine one one ambulance was there right then, she is still not savable, and that's like the realization you get when he says that. But before he says that, I still was like, "But what if?" Yeah, it's just yeah, very like gut wrenching scene. That I mean, I I so I have a video. I mean, probably that we're recording this on Thursday. It'll be a Friday when yeah. theoretically it comes out. Uh, I had to go back to like fact check myself just to, I had already, you know, I read the manga, I watched the, I watched the, what's it called, uh, the anime, and then I rewatched the anime because I, I watched the episode and I'm like, fuck, that was so good. And like later in the day, I'm like, okay, let me watch my other anime for the day. I, I got like a couple episodes in of stuff and I'm like, fuck dude, I, I can't, I can't watch anything else right now. And then I just fucking rewatch the episode. So I'm, I'm going through my, my script and I'm like, all right. Let me just quadruple check my my facts here, and I I rewatch the scene. It gets me; it's gotten me every single time. I cannot, and I I think it'll be. It's not the first scene to ever do that to me, but it's it's the second. So that's still pretty impressive uh, what they've done. And just the the direction in general, the art direction, animation, the, the voice acting. It was just all so good. I was I was not prepared for that scene yeah i thought the voice acting in general was like really good throughout um, yeah i yeah. the um the voice actor for the the aqua character is a voice actor that i'm somewhat familiar with from uh, uh, other stuff that he's done so i'm expecting him to do really good going forward but i also think he did very well in this as kind of uh more i guess serious voice acting role than what i know him from it a lot of his roles i know of were like okay i haven't, I haven't heard of him in any or like, like he's in like beast stars apparently i mean i guess like haiku you've seen that one so yeah there's that let me go find everything so yeah uh let me go find because there was a lot of stuff that i knew him from oh, one of them being that guy but that guy is uh but different. He's in fucking Mononogatri. That's unfortunate. I didn't realize that his his role here is considerably different than his role in that shit. The main character I would know him from is uh main character from Run Run with the Wind. Oh, which very good sports anime for anyone who likes sports anime and wants a recommendation. <clears throat> but that's the main role I know him from, and. uh 
I think he was the he was Toyef. Maybe not. I might be mixing him up, but I'm pretty sure he's uh, Toyef from uh, Sekai. I could be. I don't think that. he is. I'm looking at the list, and he's not. Yeah. Uh, he d- doesn't seem to have that many roles. Yeah, he he's... did like five characters in B stars. Apparently, <laughs> it does not look like he, unless not anime roles. No, he's an idol master, <laughs> but uh, he's not in Sekai or anything like that. Fair enough. Yeah. Who am I? Anyway, it's not important. But he's good. Yeah. What is pretty crazy voice actor, voice actress wise, is Ruby's voice actress. This is yeah. her first like real role. Uh, like on any list, it only has one listed. But uh, looking at her like actual profile, um, she has done Student B in Duel Masters. In Chikamori, oh, she was Shopper and others. And whatever oh, okay. Megaton yeah. class Busashi was operated. So this is her first non-background yeah. character. Yeah, not non-extra. Yeah, just like literally just an extra, like a movie extra. So realistically, this is her first actual role voicing a character. And it just so happens to be one of the mains of uh, you know, a pretty big series. So this is going to be quite the springboard for her uh, going forward. Uh, yeah. And she did, she did a very I'm- good job. Yeah, she did a really good job. I feel like going forward, um, I don't want to say the character is going to be more demanding, but I do kind of feel like, as someone who doesn't know the content from here, I'm interested where both of the twin characters go in terms of direction and stuff like that. Because that's like the big question I have from the end of this is, I understand our you know goals going forward. You know, find the father murderer for right. Aqua, and then for Ruby, kind of just like continue mom's legacy in a way or something along those lines. With the end where she was talking about you know being an idol and stuff like that, that's not exactly what the motivation is, but something along those lines. Um, yeah, I, you know, I think that's playing. I think it would be interesting to see how. I also during moves moves uh, along. So. I also have figured out my confusion with Aqua's voice actor. So, it's uh, like the the kid yeah. version what you recognize versus the actual voice actor. So I just didn't realize that uh, because I hadn't been paying attention when I was looking into this that he's voice actor, voice actor, and I'm assuming the singing voice actor are different. Okay. So he has old- <laughs> Multiple voice actors tied to the character is oh. the easy way to put it. I see. Okay. Um, because, yeah, so his main voice actor is the one that is the Run from the Wind character. He has a child voice actress. And then a voice actor, which the Toya voice actor, which is labeled as Former Self. Oh, as, as like Goro, the like doctor. Yeah, okay. Oh, when you put it that way, that makes sense. All right. Yeah, they, they ain't got him listed on here, which is unfortunate for him, I guess. But yeah. So okay, so most of the performance would have been uh, the run with the wind voice actor, which is the one that we'll also be getting going forward. But that's interesting. That was the that was the confusion that I know. Okay. Both of these voice actors and I am bad at voice actors and definitely mix them together into the same person in my head. 
I mean, you were you technically were it off. He he did technically, <laughs> technically did voice technically him do. just uh, just for like five seconds, but. Which also, I would like to say, I think that was the thing that for me was the most shocking was the moment when they killed off his doctor self. Because later on in the series, you know, the things happen, or the series, in the episode, things happen, and I've kind of expected it because I've realized, like, oh, this is a tragedy. But that was, like, the turning point where I realized, like, oh, it's this kind of story. Was the moment when, like, it, you know, there were flags, it felt like something was going to happen to the doctor, but I didn't expect him to just get straight up murdered. Yeah, I didn't expect it. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just oblivious to the flags, which is probably true. I mean, but um, well, I guess I guess the, the main flag was like uh, the main girl. Uh, is a girl talking? Like, what if you were reborn as a celebrity, right, or celebrity's kid or whatever, right? Like, oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I but I just like didn't, it didn't register. I, I was like, okay, yeah, it's like a comment like someone would make, you know? It's not like a I don't know. I didn't. I had it didn't register about that. that comment until he was dying. Yeah, same. Um, the flags that I got for him were when him and I were having the conversation in the hospital room right before she was going to give birth. And it was like, oh, mm-hmm. make sure you come right as I call you and stuff oh, like that. Okay. And I was like, oh, he's something's going to happen. He's not going to be there. Right. That's obvious. But yeah, don't necessarily know what. Uh, and my mind was just not in the place of like, oh, he's going to die. Because that that is like a crazy turn even with all the hints like you know it should have been obvious they're talking about the reincarnated as an idol's child and all of this and you have these flags something's gonna happen to him because why is this weirdo doctor character important to us right now and stuff like that but it's still like i just i never thought in my mind that that next like five minutes where he dies and he's reincarnated as one of the twins just didn't pop into my mind over that time span for whatever reason. Yeah, that makes sense. I just didn't consider it as for. I mean, like, it makes sense in hindsight. I think for me, I was just like trying to understand the story as I went along. Yeah. So I didn't think about it. At, I'm for... like, I'm, I'm very oblivious to foreshadowing until it, it like the thing happens and I go back and you know, like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And then you look and you're like, oh yeah, they've been telling yeah, exactly. us that this is gonna happen. When Homegirl said it, I didn't think much of it when I was first reading yep. it. But then there were like random dudes in the lobby who were saying it. I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I see. Was uh, there more conversation to it than just her? I don't. Remember. She said it, and then when, on the TV when they showed like an idol getting married to some dude, the guy was like, "Oh, oh if I died man. right now, I would be reborn as their. I could be reborn yeah. as her child." And his friends like, "That's kind of fucked up." Yeah, <laughs> I. Oh, it's a wish for I think sure. I remember that happening, and I think I didn't even register what was being said at that moment. But yeah, I vaguely remember, but that's not something I vividly remember. But it makes sense. I mean, they have to include more foreshadowing than just that. I felt like the, I mean, I just think the premise of the the story itself it's like it's definitely out there, but it's like it's, it's super cool. I like it. That's like the best part for me. It also made sense as foreshadowing because the whole time I was watching that, like I guess little intro sequence, I didn't really like the doctor that much but also i was kind of like well what's the point of spending so much time this cancer the doctor's a big fan bro (laughs) doctor is a bit of a weirdo and they like specifically overstate it which i think is kind of funny because like he is but also they make it 
so much worse by the way that they like treat him over it. The assistant, uh, yeah, leave him alone, man. He's just a big fan. Like, yeah, if I walked up to you right now and said on a phone, would you do it? And he's it's, like, it's just a, it's, it's just a way to emphasize it. <laughs> yeah, it's just a way to emphasize how how loyal he is to to his favorite idol. You know what? Uh, least creepy idol fan. Yeah, at least I'm saying at least dedicated. That's this this man though, got right? stabbed. He, I, there's obviously big. There's always a bigger fish. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. That is the funny thing is that um, they they treat him like the super creepy character, and he has like those moments, but he's actually a somewhat normal guy. He's not even like that creepy. Like it's just that yeah, one exactly. comment is like out of pocket or whatever. Yeah, they lead <laughs> they lead off with these comments here and there that just make him out of pocket, or like he was funny when they open with him watching a show and like narrating it and just in a fucking the, patient's room just like you can't just play this in a patient's which first of all why the fuck not but also yeah, if he consented to it was, it's totally fine uh, it was just okay. kind of <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah so like everything building up to that moment made total sense in hindsight but while I was mm-hmm. watching it I kind of was just like alright so like where are we going yeah. And knowing it's from the author of Kaguya, I knew it got crazy at some point, but I was also like, so is this going to be like a Dr. Idol story? Like, is this going to be a romance of some sort? Because I don't know if I'm down for that, the way they're building these characters. And, uh, you know, thinking stuff like that. And then you get to that point where it's like, oh, we're doing this. Yeah, it was definitely a shock to me the first time I read it, especially in the manga. Um, it was kind of fun um, that the most telegraphed thing after Heath Reborn was the fact that like, oh, this is gonna be the Cancer Girl. Like I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't register it until. Uh, well, I didn't think about it. It's not like revealed until um, they're until in that room, right? Later, yeah, probably yeah, like night. after two for readers. I think. It was yeah, like yeah, 10, yeah, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, um, I immediately was like oh they're twins so the sister's gonna be the cancer girl because otherwise why do we care about the cancer girl he was just in like the reincarnation awaiting room for four years which is also a funny thing is i don't know how time works because for him it's like oh yeah it was like literally yeah 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 born at the same moment that he's dying so it's like what are the reincarnation mechanics bro Apparently, never she's in that. the waiting room. Yeah, she's stuck um, in purgatory for, like, ages. <laughs> but yeah, which I don't also, know. like, I think it won't be addressed or important, probably, but it does make me wonder why specifically those two are the two that reincarnated. Um, um I think... I know they biggest fans or something. Yeah, it's just, they're, they're yeah. fans, right? I guess that's, like, the reason... I get it. Because it makes for an interesting story. (laughs) This is is why I say it'll never be addressed, but like, how does this reincarnation magic just like happen to select those? It's it's left to the reader for interpretation. You can can just accept it or you can pull a Tokyo Revengers and make like the worst explanation of all time and then get shit (laughs) on for it. So I think just the, just never address your You just interpret it. It's it's literally magic. type of shit like just don't you don't need to address Bro, it. It, it, yeah, it's literally it's, it's just suspend your disbelief type of thing like it doesn't matter how it happened it happened that's just how it is it happened and then now we're freaking and that's true pacifier sucking two year old yeah and so so now we're babies now, yeah, now. and uh 
I don't know. It. How do I put it? It was interesting how they approached them being children. Because I couldn't tell at what point they were, like, actually talking uh, as children versus, um, like, baby talking to each other. Which I assume uh, some of those no, guys... I think, I think they, were, they were always just talking. They were always, yeah. Because, like... Do you think so? It's just okay, not because you have communicate your... like that. I feel <laughs> yeah. like when I was watching, there were like definitely instances that they were just talking out loud as like toddlers and any function. How do they communicate like that? Well, much? Like, I mean, crazy. if they're like, because they'll always have them off in the background or whatever talking. Yeah, and, yeah. But then, you know, when, when the time came to manipulate the you know, homegirl into yeah, thinking that they were gods. Part of this is that they clearly talk to her well so they well they talk to her i know because but the thing is no one is paying attention to them when they are talking to each other like if you think about the instances in which they did talk to each other um it came the first time we see them talk to each other is when she's asleep on the couch or whatever so she yeah. didn't hear any of that uh and then they had the little flashback where she, uh ruby is roasting people on twitter or whatever and telling them to go kill themselves um and so, obviously, no one was there then because it's nighttime. Everyone's asleep. And then I will say Ruby's relationship with social media as a baby in this was hilarious. At times, she would just be on the phone like, "What the fuck?" Hey, she was, she was like, no internet etiquette, I guess. I mean, understandable. We lived in a hospital bed for X amount of years, just watching idols the whole time, pretty much. But, um, and then like yeah. the the next time that they talk to each other in the in like is when the one girl is uh fuck, i don't even know i can't remember her name i'm horrible i read the margaret and it's not like she's irrelevant she's very much still there uh but manager lady is uh you know she's looking for dirt and taking pictures or whatever they're like far in the far back of the room like whispering to each other like yeah we gotta fucking kill her or some shit like uh, so there's no point in which they talked that like another person would have been like, "What why the fuck are these babies talking?" Until mm. until they're like, "Okay, I have an idea," until, and then they pretend to yeah. be God. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I need to rewatch some of those scenes. I feel like there were sections where they were talking that I was like, "Shouldn't someone be hearing this right now?" But maybe I just like just suspend your. I mean, just, just, it, it's animated. <laughs> no, no, no. That's fine. But I think it would be to be more funny if they had just always been communicating with each other through like baby talk because you know how they say like babies can talk to each other I don't. Really yeah but then yeah, they wouldn't have been able to like do their god manipulation stuff no i know that's the thing they definitely talk talk with the god manipulation stuff which is what makes it kind of uh fun to think about if they could do both which that would be very confusing for the viewer, and also like a, I feel like it would be needless time waste, especially like if you're doing the manga per se. Oh, absolutely! It doesn't need to be addressed unless it's in like a little side questionnaire thing, and someone just asks the author and is like, "So were they always talking?" And the author's like, "Yep, they were," or "No, no, they weren't." Like that's the type of stuff that you get with like One Pieces, where random facts. Yeah. Will added hundreds of chapters later because they're answered in like a Q&A and not in the actual material. Classic. But yeah, I, I don't know. I liked the baby stuff. It kind of felt like both of the, the twin characters um, 
were not the same as they were in their previous lives, which I kind of liked. Like they uh, were. Doing I mean, it's like the the circumstance or in their life has certainly changed. Like, yeah. uh, oh, I know. Yeah, and so it kind of like forces them. Like, uh, it's interesting because they do seem to have their own like new unique personalities while also being influenced by their previous lives. At least that's kind yeah. of how it felt. Yeah, to me. like uh, especially with like respect to the idols, I guess like uh, or the idol. I mean, I right like um, a girl was like super upset. She was like defending her from like meme comments and stuff like that. There's still a little bit. In there. And, uh, I guess uh, later on when they get to the choreography scene where she tries to dance, I mean, I feel like that was like, um, you know, I mean, obviously there's a flashback, but that's like something she always wanted to do, right? Mm-hmm. But she wasn't able to because she was sick. So it's like those aspects are still there. It's just, yeah, I mean, it's a completely different situation. So it's, um, I mean, how they approach everything is just different. Maybe <laughs> right. I feel like uh, with your mic, you're like going back and forth as if you're yeah. like on, My a, bad. on a fucking pendulum or some shit. Sometimes Dude, I am, I'm going crazy. Can you hear me better now? Yeah, we can. I, just, I, I feel I like you're just naturally like moving around. And, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm, dude, I'm just so excited. That's, no, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm stable. Uh, I did enjoy, as someone who worked in uh, film production, studied a lot of that stuff. Uh, I enjoyed the way that this portrayed kind of that business at times. Because there were obviously like anime things with it, but like the the sequence where he calls up the you know the big director guy and is like, "Hey, yo, why is I not in any of these scenes?" And he's essentially just like, "Listen, you know the the person that we cast as the main character of this, we're like in a contract with them, and uh, we can't we have to make sure that that character looks good in the product." So hand was kind of tied and it's like yeah for us as the perspective of like being the pro eye crowd and the readers were like what the fuck but that's like real things that happens no it's uh, it's business it's business like the business sides the contracts like all of that matters in almost as much if not more so than the end product a lot of the time yeah something i do want to say while we're kind of like in like the first half of content i suppose I saw, um, obviously, like, I, I read the manga, and so Twitter's stealing my data and all that stuff. So they they know I'm into this. They know the anime came out. And so it's showing me, like, random-ass people's tweets. Uh, and I don't know if this is, like, a large majority of people, but, like, some random-ass dude came on the time like, to, like, Timmy or whatever uh, is in the for you for me. And he was like, oh, the animation was, like, whatever in the first half. Which, one, I feel like it was consistent enough Uh because I mean, I, they saved all like, of the yeah. There wasn't like anything to go crazy on. Like they had uh, in like the mini concert or not the mini on the TV when she had her concert. Like the start of that went fucking crazy for no reason or whatever. And that's like the only moment you ever really had to do that. Uh, and so I see that coming. Like it's pretty fucking like brain dead because all the all the moments you would use the good animation for, all you would use your movie budget for, are in you know the later half. Like we just talked about it. The uh, the dancing sequence or whatever, when Ruby actually like started to learn to dance, and you know they popped off. Uh, probably a split second when Aqua was doing his acting or whatever. Of course, his moment I think uh, came much later uh, at the end of the episode when he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill this motherfucker," and yeah, yeah and art style change went crazy. 
Um, and then, of course, the entire eye sequence uh, had probably a considerable amount of time and attention paid to it. All the things that you would want to use your budget for are in the second half, so you don't want to go stupid for no reason in the first. And so I felt that was just like a, a pointless thing to, to look at. Kind of like, how much are we going to pop off on like, <clears throat> the babies pretending to be gods to trick the manager wife? And they did have some fun animation for that. It wasn't like crazy animation, but it you know, that's like... Yeah, the first half was more than... Books more than enough with what they did like it was still good and it was consistent it didn't go crazy all the time but it didn't need to go crazy all the time people want the fucking most insane animation every t two seconds it's like you only have so many frames to work with and you can't be wasting those on pointless moments or not pointless moments but like on every moment speaking of pointless moments um i hate that this episode teased the fact that they could have found out who the other person was like three times but i know damn well that it's gonna be like an end series reveal <laughs> it, it's just like, oh we gotta save something for later yeah i mean it makes sense that they like wouldn't ask about it though because it's like how do you even like bring that up or like you have no reason to bring it up like oh yeah who were you in your previous life and you're like they're the chance yeah. that they would know each other is so low that it doesn't really matter and of course, I mean, maybe like defensive about it, as like, we saw with Ruby or whatever, because he did ask, and she's like, "Uh, I don't want yeah. him to like think he's better than me or whatever." And it's probably a difficult thing to bring up anyway, so it's like, why, why even try and breach or approach the topic? Yeah, and I, I did like that that scene at least established them being like, "Well, it's not that important." I don't know. Maybe I'm just like thinking about me, but I feel like I would. I'm the type of person that would have at least been like, "So, like, what did you do?" You know, I might, in that situation, if I'm Ruby, I may have not found out that uh, Homeboy Aqua was my doctor from when I was terminally ill, but I may have been like, oh, what did you do as a career? And he's like, oh, I was a doctor. And yeah. that might have been the end of the conversation for me. I mean, maybe you also have to understand she's like 12, technically. I know. Um, she's, she so is she's so... not going to be thinking about those things, especially because uh, if you think about it, like, because mentally, technically, she's 12, but like even as she grows up as a kid, it's not like the, that mental strength gets that much better, because it's not like yeah. her, her brain has been yeah. reset, basically. Yeah. And so even if she has all those thoughts, it doesn't, like she's not going to develop much further than that, really. Like She'll be obviously mentally stronger than any like fucking two-year-old on the planet, but, you know. Yeah. It's not like yeah. two-year-olds talk guess, like her. I can tell I you that much. That. Yeah. Uh, which is what's kind of funny with him. He's just a full-grown adult. Mm -hmm. Mentally. Got a whole-ass doctorate. I love seeing the memes people are making about <laughs> him being a doctor already at the age of three. Yeah. Um, but I guess there are points where, like, what you're saying is true. Where he, It's not like he always acts like an adult. Um, because to be there fair. Some like, sort of like, nature to that. Like... Even as an adult, I mean, he was just like he's dicking around. When he was like fanboying over the, you know, his his uh, his favorite idol. I mean, that's like it's not something you would associate with someone who's being an adult, right? Or like typically, right? So, yeah, know, I don't think he, he's like he may have been an adult in his work, but like you know, he still had like a childish side to him. So, and then they fucking in that sense, it's like no one bats an eye at these babies just doing 
the craziest glow stick dance known to me. No, they did that. They 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 uploaded it to Instagram or whatever. Two million people on Twitter, so 200,000 retweets. Yeah, but no one was like, oh, it's how the fuck do babies do this? Nobody cares. You don't need it. People love babies. We just love babies. Babies are dumb. That's how it goes. Yeah, they learned it on YouTube. It's the times are changing. That's, that is the animation moment that they popped off on that needs uh, recognition. Is that little dance that they did. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a pop-off, but that was probably very difficult to animate as nicely as I think it was. I, I do love uh, like some of the moments when like obviously they go like out of baby character and like it gets blown off by in some stupid reason like I is like, oh, you just might must be fucking genius because I'm super smart too. Smart uh, and then whenever Aqua kind of slips up in front of the director, he's like, what the fuck? And he's like, oh, YouTube. He's like, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> the doc, the uh, not doc, the director votes were so funny to me when he was just like, oh, that's how it is these days now. It's like that's wild. Dude, I fucking wish YouTube made kids that fucking smart. Instead, just yeah, that'd be crazy. Instead, they just watch like people scream for ten minutes of a video or some shit. And loud equals funny. Loud yeah. equals funny, and they they get yeah. fucking stupider now. Bro, I want to see a two year old talk like that. That'd be crazy. That was like I spent so much of this trying to figure out like, oh, what is this director even seeing in this kid so much that makes him so obsessed with uh, scouting him for this movie he wants to do. Probably just, I, just having full conversations with yeah, a two-year-old. It was just really funny when the the uh, the takeaway was essentially the fact that he, the baby is just so smart that it's creepy, and yeah. that's how it goes. Yeah. And I I enjoyed it, but I was spent so much time trying to like figure out like why does the director care so much about this kid? That's wild. Which we also met. Um other homegirl who i assume will probably be important uh kana later. yes yeah that's best girl but uh very important that's why i know daniel likes her a lot um we also met her during that scene and uh it was an introduction <laughs> she doesn't she's... make a great first uh introduction but i swear yeah she's kind of a brat yeah she's, she's the goat i swear oh, okay um i don't dislike her from the introduction like I'm sure a lot of people. I think she's do. annoying. I just kind of was like, "Wow, she's a bit of a spoiled child." I hope that uh, her like older personality is a little better. Yeah, you know what? It's been like over ten years since we've last seen her after time skip. So you know, plenty of room for growth. And even like the director said it, like he like part of the reason he also had Aqua go in there is because he wanted to like get it through to her that she's not she's not him. Or her, I guess. Uh, and Which like, I feel like I understood from the anime, but I don't know if it was maybe more clear in the manga. I um, felt it's one of those things. Where I guess you're, if you're not like fully paying attention to the what's it called the conversation, you could miss it. Yeah. Uh, but that's just how all conversations like, I are. Got, I guess I got that from that scene, but I. I wasn't sure if that was like some takeaway I was supposed to have. It felt like a takeaway I was supposed to have, and you saying it confirms that, like, oh yeah, I was supposed to feel like that was also uh, purposely something for her. But um, I don't know. She's an interesting character, given the fact that um, 
there's not a lot of characters for us moving forward after episode one to me. I'm interested to know how she is going to be tied back into this. And uh, I mean, you'll see relatively quickly, but uh, yeah, I, I absolutely no spoiler. I'll probably yeah. see her in some. It might be a teaser at the end of the episode, but uh, I assume that she won't be gone long. Uh, she she is an important piece to the series, so she will not be gone for long. Yes. Um. I, I liked the little uh, side quests, I guess, we did during that section, where it was kind of just the, hey, I know we made the Doctor character kind of weird in the beginning, but let's make sure you like him by <laughs> the end of this episode. He wasn't, he was, I feel like one of the one of the scenes a lot of people probably take pretty horrendously out of context is when he said he'd give like consideration to the one girl when she turned 16. Yeah, but that, that one. That was not. That was not the scene that made me think it was weird. The way I just want to touch on it real quick, though. Uh, the way I yeah, interpreted yeah. that uh, was like it was a very empty promise because uh, he obviously he knew her condition, and so he rather than just like straight up being like, "No, fuck you, sorry," he's yeah, like, yeah. "Yeah, when you turn sixteen, she's like, okay, well, fuck." <laughs> yeah. Yes. I now you want to be is, sympathetic. That is not one of the scenes that I think was uh, contributing to him potentially being a creepy character. And I, I okay, what was it? That what was it? Got, it was just the way that they started out with him at times. I, I think oh, okay, the only true. like one weird thing is like, oh, well, she said, date me, would you? Which like, oh, okay. I don't know. I guess like part of it's because like technically in Japan, you can get married at okay, 16. I, no, no. I'm, not, I'm, not try, I'm, I'm saying I'm, it's still weird, but I'm just saying like cult- culturally. <laughs> Culturally, I mean, you guys it's not hate- unallowed. It's still you weird. Guys are gonna hate, uh, you guys are going to hate my response. It's honestly just vibes, mostly. And that's like how they wanted the character, I think, to be, where it's like, not that he is a creep, but he has this like idol fan side of him. But it still doesn't change the fact that like there was that slightly creepy vibe. And up to that point, I didn't really know how I felt about him. Um, even after he's reincarnated, they was still like, I don't really know how I feel about our. I mean, he was pretty know. like morally in check. Like, he he uses the bottle. He, he's not going down that route. I feel like that was a very weird uh, scene. I it was kind of funny. Well, it's it's an it, understandable thing to address. Like, yeah, is, yeah. is he because it's you know babies no, have no, no, to drink why, something? It's not weird towards any character. Like, it's not like anyone's losing or gaining points from that scene. It was just kind of a silly scene to have, <laughs> to me at least. <clears throat> I thought it was pretty funny because, like, obviously he's taking the moral high ground while Ruby is like, "Eh, I'm just getting a fucking load of fucking titty milk or whatever," and bragging about it. I yeah. don't know. So that, just, part, that part was a. It's the, just goofy. Definitely weird. Anyway, my, my takeaway here is not to be like, Aqua is a weirdo or anything, right? Like, I think that's what you guys are taking here. My takeaway is in the first half of the show, I feel like it's like very easy to not know where you stand with his character. Yeah. And I don't that's mind like him, my main thing. And I felt like that middle section where we, you know, he's. <laughs> kind of helping to build up Ai's career and he's like doing mm-hmm. all these things is what helped me a lot with 
being sold on his character. Yeah, I like him overall. I mean, the weird moments are just, they're just moments. They're just, they're just, you know, they're just ways to show his dedication, I guess. So it's fine. It's not um, that serious. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think like the, oh my, I, oh God. To inform you guys, I told my sister earlier to watch, uh, she has just got to the stabbing. Uh, she just sent me a long um, text about it. So okay. Yeah, I had yeah. Like, someone on another server as well that's watching it, and he like he paused it or whatever, and he like forgot about it. And I'm like, all right, fuck you. Uh, I muted him, and I forgot I gave him a get out of mute free card as like a birthday present or some shit. That's crazy. And, and so he's like, all right, unmute me. I'm like, okay, I did. And then I timed him out for an hour and said, said go, go finish it. Yeah, I know a couple of people who were going to watch it over the weekend, so we'll see how they like it. Um, I, I told them it was good. As we're recording, I get so many uh, texts from my sister about this end of the show. Is she a fan? Uh, I assume so. She's sending me texts in all caps. Okay, all caps so is a good usually, sign. That's a very good usually sign. Usually, that means she is more excited, I think, than uh, than usual. Yeah, but um, anyway, that was just a fun little intermission that happened. Um, where were we? Yeah, uh, yeah, I was, I was saying, um, we just finished on set. We've talked about the dancing stuff. The dancing stuff was so well done. Yeah, um, it was. It actually was. I mean, it's like a big focal point for her character as well. Yeah. Like, I have my, I do have this full script written out. I can reference it like any time. (laughs) 28 words or 2800 words or whatever. Um, 28 words. I was like, yeah, 28 word script. Yeah, let me, (laughs) let me turn that into a video, but. Uh, that was like one of the main points I harped on when I talked about, uh, or not harped. Well, maybe I, fuck, I feel like harped is like a negative connotation. Anyway, one of the main points I talked about was, uh, with her character was that scene. Cause it was just so, uh, it's kind of like the, her realization of, uh, the fact that her, this is like a life. Yeah. A lot right? of, a lot of this prologue is like people finding their purpose and such. Um, for better or for worse. Um, obviously, like Ruby finds a bit of purpose in her new life. She wants to kind of be like I. Um, she wants to she wants to shine. She wants to take advantage of this new life in ways that she never could have dreamed of in her old one. Um, obviously, I is just trying to learn how to like truly love people. Obviously, she had a fucked up background or whatever, uh, and she does that by the end, uh, albeit. Uh, in a very unfortunate way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Aqua, of course, discovers his new purpose. Because uh, I feel like the way I looked at his character, um, the way he just, you know, he doesn't give a fuck. He, he's kind of a goofy guy. Um, doesn't really seem to pay too much attention to his, like, actual job, it seems. Uh, I feel like he's, like, very unsatisfied with his life. And especially when he was like, I'm grateful that dude murdered me because this is a much more enjoyable life. Uh, so I feel like he's very unsatisfied. Yeah. And but of course, his purpose was at first like okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch over her and make sure she rises through the ranks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then of course she's gone, and so his new purpose obviously is the the driving point of the show, which I so, always found like very interesting when I first uh, first read. I guess it. we can talk about this now too. My biggest worry with his character going forward, which obviously you guys 
know how his character develops from here. I only know a little bit more. But this ending but, yeah. sequence of the episode feels eerily similar to me with um, Thorfinn's character in Vinland Saga. Not in terms of like their circumstances by any means, but in terms of like the fact that I I think that there are parts of uh, Thorfinn's character that I liked in Vinland Saga and parts I didn't like. And I really did not like the way that his character kind of became consumed by this like want for revenge. Mm-hmm. And I, in, in the same way that I wanted him to eventually grow past that, I wonder as Oshinoko goes forward, do would I prefer this character to also kind of like progress past that, or for the conclusion to be, you know, he gets his revenge, right? I will say that he is a more complex character than Revenge of Thorfinn was. Uh, obviously, the revenge is a big driving point of his character going forward, but he is more than, he is a human too. Uh, I think it's yeah, like yeah. the most important thing to take yeah. home. And that's, that's good. Cause I think that, um, obviously, you know, I believe that Thorfinn's character will, and kind of does get to that point. Eventually. Um, I do just think that if, uh, this just became for the Aqua side, just a one-sided, like all of his motivation going forward is revenge. And the only thing he cares about is revenge. Then it I like, think... takes away a lot. From no, that I think character. I'm very no, no, confident. No. It's going to be like a lot. I, I feel, I still feel like, um, I feel like it's still going to be about the relationships, uh, with like him and, other people like it's i don't think it's like gonna be I mean, obviously it's revenge driven like to I'm some not extent. Saying i expect this i'm saying that that's what would worry me well i, don't, yeah, I just don't think it'll happen because <laughs> like i don't know i feel like him and ruby like i feel like that's just gonna be like a huge point for them um like yeah i just think um that relationship is just it's just it, it's mm-hmm. been too much of a focal point for most of the f- first episode to like uh, so abandoned I am interested to see what their dynamic is going to look like because we did have a big time skip at the end. Yeah, and uh, obviously their brother sister from the little last scene they seem to get along to some extent. Yeah, uh, as like I know a little bit, but I'm not going to spoil. But yeah, I mean, so it's, I do wonder what the dynamics between them are going to be now that they're like, I guess both somewhat of functioning adults. <laughs> That's a uh, well, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Functioning is okay. correct. Not, I mean, yeah. Me knowing the everything, not able to yeah, say. Yeah, anything. yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't spoil, don't spoil. But, but we'll see. We'll see. I'll give you a whole dissertation on the next uh, 105 chapters. Yeah. yeah, you can just recite the entire plot. Yeah, okay. That's my favorite part about recklessly saying things right now is that Daniel knows every answer to anything that I'm saying, and it's just going to drive him crazy. Me, like, yeah, I could give a whole dissertation on why, why his character is a good one or whatever, but I can't say anything. It's actually bad. That's that's the, that's the plot twist. It's actually a bad character, and you actually hate him. No, I, I think that uh, of the characters that are, like, important to the story, I don't think there's a bad character. Good. Yeah. I've only met a couple more, so. Yeah, um, I'm actually surprised. I, I mean, obviously, like, an hour and a uh, it was an hour 22 minutes or so hour yeah, 20 hour, hour 20, 20 hour 22 like yeah okay 
I was like actually surprised. I mean, I guess it, where they started and where they ended like makes sense. Um, but I do, and like that's one of the reasons that I think it was like correct, quote unquote correct, to do like a an hour and twenty two long episode. Just because I mean, I haven't seen anything like it. So, but you know, in the context of the story, it makes sense, right? Yeah, like, um, I don't, like I don't think end? there was another way they could have yeah, done exactly. it and gotten the same result. Yeah. yeah, and I just feel like I'm just, like, really impressed that they managed to, I feel like based on how I read it in the manga, like, they didn't skip out on too much, it felt like. I mean, I'd I, read The only thing they skipped the manga, out like, on was the, the flash forwards, which I think was a good choice. Yeah, yeah, and I think being able to do that in an hour and 22 minutes and not making it like not dragging it long, but also not uh, basically the pacing was good. And uh, th- that's, yeah, I think this they totally just, worked. Uh, this covered the first 11 chapters. Mm, they covered the first 10 chapters. 10, 10, okay. that's Cause I do yeah. want to go read the first 10 just to see, cause you keep talking about the flash forwards. So I'm interested how different that reads. It, it doesn't read um, that much differently, but there yeah, are, or like what they are, I guess, is also the way to put it. Too. It, it definitely it adds a layer of uh, context to. Well, not even context. It adds a different part of the story that I'm wondering if he'll add or not, or if they're just gonna keep it the way it is, because mm. it doesn't ruin anything. But it's interesting because uh, those flash forwards are meaning something much later in the story or whatever. Uh. And so it's, I actually, I, re, I reread the first volume uh, before the, the day before the episode came out or whatever. Um, and it, it was interesting seeing some of that stuff more in context. Well, not even context, because don't, we don't know too much even now, I guess. There are certain things I picked up on, I guess. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if they're going to work them back in or not. I could see them doing it, like maybe one at the start of every episode or something like that. Uh I don't think they because some of them would be kind of like odd to put in because a lot of them had to do with uh no, I'm, I'm just saying I think it'd be better if you just like read it yourself or if you waited yeah, and yeah. see if they put it and in that's yep. why I feel like I want to read the first 10 just to see like how the experience varied um, I know you guys say it's mostly the same that's fine it's like I was surprised I at how, how, how much it like how how like to the T, like I felt like I was just reading the manga all over again. I mean, obviously there were parts of small parts that were skipped, but like I was like, "Damn, this is like actually like I remember like everything that comes like you know in order." So. I think to me it was uh when I read the manga and got to chapter nine where the stabbing happens, I felt more shock in that moment because I wasn't really because it. I'm like, this is the cover girl. You can't kill the cover girl. They can't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like, what? Yeah, and I'm like, oh. I'm like, oh fuck! Uh, but then when I'm watching the, uh, obviously when I'm watching the anime, it it's just such a much more. There's a lot of emo- like emotional momentum, I guess. Uh, yeah. One of the biggest mistakes I made when reading Oshinoko is I read six chapters at first, and then I stopped. And I'm like, I'm gonna wait for Kaguya to end, and then I'm gonna read this big fucking mistake because obviously i'm three chapters away from just a fucking huge plot twist that i don't yeah. know exists and so it kind of like kills some of the the momentum for me i guess uh i'm sure there's like it's, it's just a different experience all around for because if you if you had to wait like a uh, x amount of weeks like nine weeks or whatever for that chapter to come out obviously it's going to be a huge shock to you 
Uh, it was a shock to me uh, in like probably a, a less, uh, maybe a more of a way, because I was uh, removed from the manga for a bit before I went back to it, uh, and then I was shocked there. But I feel like the anime just creates like such a different experience. So obviously, the shock is there, but like you don't have time to yeah, the, the you momentum you can't like put down your phone or whatever you're reading it on and be like oh fuck you you, you just have to keep watching and then the the music plays and the you know the characters do their thing and it's just like you don't have time to process what's happening you just have to let your emotions take hold yeah i think the emotional momentum thing that's why like the the long run time like makes so much sense like not only breaking up the story but uh kind of accelerating the emotional tension that leads up to that final moment. I think that's like, that's another reason that like long, yeah, just having it for an hour and 22 minutes, yeah. like just makes sense. Because if you break it up, like I know there's no other way to do it, but like, even if you break it up, I think like, I don't know. It would just, it just wouldn't feel the yeah, same. Like some just people were like, Oh, Crunchyroll should have gotten this. I can't believe they missed out on this. I don't want to like get high dive. I'm like, I guarantee <laughs> Crunchyroll's dumbass would have broken it up into four episodes. <laughs> seven episodes. They, they would have broken it up into four episodes. Like they did like the Kaguya movie and it would have been dumb as shit. I would have been pissed. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm glad yeah. high dive got it because, uh, they don't do dumb shit like that. As far as I know, anyway, um, they didn't do it for this and that's what matters. Yeah, I thought it was good. I uh, what's funny when you mention like emotional momentum for this is um, I have watched another anime that had a, a similar conclusion to a character that I thought was going to be a main character as like eyes conclusion, right? Not the character arc she did, but just like death at the end to put it in the most like yeah. broad terms. Like this is that happening and in episode one this is not my first time happening so for me i like caught on to that momentum very quickly in the second half and i was i was very unhappy about it when i realized that was the plot line that was going to happen not literally unhappy but like you're like oh, i'm just fuck. sitting there like you're gonna fucking kill her this is going to happen to me again that you know i really liked the character from the other series that had the same like go through an episode one like really like the character and then boom at the end she's dead um and it was the same like emotion this time where i was like they're gonna fucking do it to me again these bastards <laughs> and so uh the emotional momentum for me was kind of funny because i one caught on to the fact that this was how the episode was gonna end but also i have another similar enough experience to compare to it that i was just like Fuck! Don't do it to me. Yeah, I had a I had a friend, and we went through. I had him go through Conad with me. Uh, I already watched it at that point, but I'm like, okay. Uh, I don't know if I've talked about him on the podcast or not before, but I'm showing him. He he, he watched stuff that you know I didn't think was like. Well, I, I can show you better things, and so I I brought him. <laughs> let me I show you him, the ropes, kid. <laughs> let, let me. Yeah, I'm like. You're all right. Let's let's get some some good stuff in for you, and then eventually we got to Clint Ed. Uh, and for after story, I'm like, so we would like binge the fuck out of these anime, like uh, you know, like full seasons in a day, like twelve episodes or whatever. Uh, but we'd never done something. So Clint Ed after story is uh, the important parts are twenty two episodes, and so I I say to him like, okay, I know how this is gonna sound. We're watching all twenty two in a day. Uh, <laughs> And we did, and I, I feel like uh, 
Because he's he's a tough nut to crack. That motherfucker has no emotion at all. He is a steel fucking <laughs> wall. Now we're That's actually true. we're actually going to watch Oshinoko's first episode tomorrow. We have like a little group watch it's in, in the server or whatever. Yeah, this will, this will be my third time watching it through. Um, and I'll Maybe cry. I'll, you know what? I'm going to cry again. Yeah, you, you could if you wanted to. The, that's in the server that, yeah. Uh, you would need, I, you'd, need an, you'd need an account for a, a goofy website that we're going to use, so we don't have to use Discord screen sharing, but... Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it just keeps the quality the same for everyone, keeps us all in sync. It, it's nice. But, uh, yeah, we're going to do that tomorrow. Uh, I guarantee he won't cry or anything, but... Um, you know, it's it's one of those things where I feel like it's just so important. And I knew the only way he he didn't cry to Clannad either. Um, but he he quote uh, definitely felt emotion uh, towards uh, certain scenes or whatever, and that was good enough for me. Um, I will. But admit, that's I did, I did cry at the end of this. It wasn't like a ball because I was still in a voice call with Mars, and uh, it was it was a very silent voice call for the rest of the episode you can't, you can't <laughs> it's hard to cry in front of the boys and like uh i feel, definitely feel like when you're with other people like you are less prone to showing vulnerability or whatever you gotta uh, let it out bro but like oh yeah i, I mean I've, I've watched the episode alone and you know we're not gonna be in like a voice call or anything in the in our yeah. watch party, we're just gonna be like typing in the goofy chat that the website gives and so you know i'm I, i'll let it go for it for the X time that I've watched the scene. Yep, it's just that's fair. It is such a well done scene. I can't, I can't it is, it understate is, that it's so good. And we, yeah. we, it's not that we skated over it, but the uh, the lead up for her character into it was so well done. Um, yeah. just the way that they established that I is like this kind of flawed character, and that's important, and then you're giving us all of these motivations and like ideas behind her character that are kind of realistic to no to it, that's actually the exact word i was going to use it, that is exactly what it is it's, it's realistic so what she's like 16 or something right 16 17 yeah. 16 when she got pregnant so, so and they're yeah. talking about all these things like, where it's, yeah she's know. experienced so much like like in terms of like being a public figure and you know having to do all this in front of like a crowd and stuff like that. Like, that is a lot for a sixteen-year-old. So like you know, Even expecting she, her to be flawed, it's like it's that's that's. And she normal. started like doing idol stuff at twelve. At like twelve, yeah. yeah. So and it it's just like obviously. Um, and she has a abusive background or whatever. Just it's just a yeah. tough tough road. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, like not all like real life idols are you know. Just like hate their fans, but we'll say shit. No, I mean, there's there's a level of anything, like, but it yeah. is like a it's you know a business, and it's, yeah. it, that is their job to go up and do this. And so to see that you know conversation between her and you know the manager, where she's like, well, idols are these like happy people who love each other and give everyone smiles, and that's yeah. just like not who I am. I would have to lie, and he's just like, yeah, so what? Yeah, it was it was like a really fun moment because it's like that just feels like real to some extent yeah and then i think um, that the best part was like the just juxtaposition of that and then at the at the end where like um the fan comes and kills her and then she said like oh i kept your like she remembered the, everything yeah and it's and like it oh damn so it, was, so it was real or like you know what yeah that's, yeah it was one of those things where it's almost like she thinks that she doesn't love yeah you know all the fans and all these people but it's it's like one of those things where it's like she kind of does 
Yeah. And that's like I thought that was a really good like detail or like thing to add there. And that really it's like one of those things it where good. it's uh I don't want to say she came to that realization at the end of her life, but it I think that that was like a big big moment for me with her character where it was like, okay, she's you know, keeps telling herself she's this liar and she doesn't love anything. She hates everyone. She you know, she's never even been able to tell her children she loves them because of this fear that she has that she is essentially just this person of hate. And then you get that sequence and it's like this kind of like subtext of like she's really isn't the person to some degree that she thinks she is. And that makes it even more uh, heartbreaking to me because it was kind of like um, she was just this like really good girl who, to be honest, just had so much shit going on at such a young age, getting into show business and having kids at 16 and all this. And it was just like, yeah, it's hard. I mean, if you think about like even in real life, like celebrities who got famous at a young age, I mean, that is a lot. I mean, to, to come out of that, like, relatively unscathed it's like it takes a lot i mean a so, lot of them don't like yeah, yeah they, they no really that's don't. true like you either yeah. die a hero or live to become cory in the house <laughs> that is that's one way to put it for sure okay we don't talk about what happened to cory from cory in the house uh anyway uh but i feel like get yeah, during that scene uh I don't think she realized that when she was talking to the fan or whatever, she's just kind of, she's kind of spitting, but it's yep. when she does say, I love you. And you kind of see like, uh, cause she, she realized she's going to die. And so she's like, all right, fuck it, whatever. I just have to like take the, the step off the diving board here and just say it or else I'm never going to get the chance. Yeah. But well, it was also I think like, she, you see all those scenes and all those things that she wants. And it's almost like she doesn't say it there, but she realizes that like, what she feels for her kids is love. And yeah, that's why whenever she, she does say it and dead. you can see like, uh, you know, it's like just a subtlety in the animation or whatever. It's just uh, the wave of relief as she starts to tear up, realizing like, okay, this, this is real. That wasn't a lie. I, I do genuinely care for them. Obviously that they, they, we knew she cared for them anyway, but it's just her own mental barrier that, mm-hmm. um, yeah, is blocking that there. And obviously she, is definitely like self-conscious about what others are thinking. Uh, we see her like ego surf on Twitter or whatever, and then she sees like a, a lightly mean comment. She's like, "Oh, oh fuck!" And then that, it was the same guy who complimented her afterwards, right? I think that was like the yeah. It was yeah. Whenever she, yeah. she like criticized her smile, yeah. and then when she smiled yeah. at you know her her kids doing the glow stick dance or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's like, like okay, that that's a real smile. Classic. <clears throat> Which Classic is kind man. of funny because it's him talking about like yeah I just can't fully support her but he still managed to see the you know the real smile which is the most like Twitter fan thing ever being like yeah I just can't really get into this but still paying attention to it anytime something happens. I mean yeah. it did go viral though to be fair to that guy. Uh, that is true. Yeah, it's not like. You know, the search seems like, yeah, I don't know, dude. And then, like, literally the fucking next day or whatever, boom, baby moment. She smiles at it very brightly. Uh, and then, of course, she kind of, like, twists that moment. It's like, okay, yeah, all right. I'll use this smile from now all on. Right. Then. That's the smile. Remember that one stored in the book. Um, 
yeah, in the I I mentioned it earlier, but the way that they animated her the moment that she passed was so mm-hmm. creepy and like yeah. so well done. Yeah, and, I uh, I feel like and not even like in the manga was it that I'd have to you know, I'll look at it real quick, but I don't even feel like it was that wild in the it was, it was haunting. What, it's also what harder I in the manga, moment, but, yeah. which it should be right. It's the it's quite literally the death of like this shining star of a character that we've you know been following this whole ten chapter nine chapters whatever you know hour ten minutes at that point of watching. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought the death scenes were done well in both of them. And then um I think another thing that was done done like really well, um I think the performance, like the animation, like where um where she was like I mean where the, the babies were there, right? Um that per- that performance animation I really liked. Um I thought it did a good job of like especially with like her talking over it about like um yeah, yeah, just her smiling and stuff like that. Like, I just thought that whole thing, like the quote-unquote camera work or whatever you want to call it. I mean, it's, it's pictures, two D, but you know what I mean, right? The fake camera work, and I thought that was like really good. Um, that was probably like my favorite, um, my favorite like bit of animation in, in the show. This is the it, most. Identical. Camera works the right word because a lot of it's like three, yeah, yeah. Three, like three D <laughs> backgrounds and stuff, and sure, so sure. Oh, you are true. you are still moving the camera around. Big of course, camera. the animators have to like work with that, but. And when you're animating a scene like that, I imagine the easiest way to think of it is as if you are a camera on, like, this sequence, right? Yeah. That's, like, the most fluid way to kind of go with it. I, I looked up the I looked up the picture in the manga, and, it, and, I mean, it's definitely not, like, a, it's very unsettling still, but it was nowhere near, like, what they did with her corpse in the, yeah. in the anime. Yeah. Yeah, I think the... Uh the transition from manga to anime just like benefits the show a lot. And I think they like did a good job of like taking advantage of, you know, using, I mean, we talk yeah, a lot about another like directing, yeah. directing that, which is probably exactly what you're going to say. Yeah. When we talk about probably, yeah. good directing. Oh, this was sure. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Where it was, uh, yeah, you have, you have an adaptation and then you, I mean, it's your job to like get as much as you can out of it. Right. So yeah, there's, yeah. there's a world where, Angel Next Door had even like a percentage of the soul that this adaptation had, and I'd be a much yeah. happier human being, but that didn't happen, so. Yeah. I don't yep. know. It's, uh. Yeah. I'm very, very happy that it, it is blown up in the way it did. Um, course, the rest like, of the episodes are going to be like a normal length, right? Yes. Minutes. Yeah. We will, yeah. Not, we will not be, not be having any more hour 20. Rocking on like, though, at hour 22. It's like. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's fire, but like none of them are gonna. Yeah, you, you can't like, do that, you can't can't do that, that anymore. Yeah. yeah. Or release a full length movie like six times or whatever. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, it'd be That's like cool. if they do like it into like three movies or something like that. It would probably not be <laughs> worth doing that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, my guess is they cover two more volumes. I'd have to like look through the material again to think about where they're gonna end. But uh, obviously that was ten chapters in uh. Well, it was technically like four episodes of length, basically. Though I will say, like the, I suppose like the the tenth chapter was kind of like that last like little spurt, basically, and so that hardly counts, I guess, towards the. Obviously, there's gonna be a lot more dialogue, I guess, going forward in like these chapters. So they'll they'll probably get through like another two volumes, I would assume, throughout the next ten episodes. 
Yeah. Yeah, I wonder, I mean, you have more of an idea of this because you know how the arcs lay out from here, whereas I know nothing. The next episode could start like a fucking 70 chapter arc and I would know no better than it's just starting like five chapters of Slice of Life. But uh, I wonder how much they're going to adapt from here. Given, so this covered like 10 chapters and I assume from here they'll probably cover it somewhat normal like two to three chapters per episode uh it depends on how how, well no it depends on how they want to uh approach yeah because like obviously oshinoko is a very it's not action heavy or whatever so obviously dialogue takes up a lot of the the (laughs) runtime i'd have to look through the chapters and understand the it's been a while since i've read these arcs obviously um because we're we're on chapter 11 in the anime or whatever uh in in reality i know the last chapter i've read was chapter 115 so i'm a little removed from that content but um yeah i don't know it'll be interesting uh i think just such an interesting because like obviously on its own uh a revenge plot isn't like a inventive uh mm-hmm. story and in no I mentioned this in my script or whatever, like, no story really now is inventive. It's how you, what you put against the story to make it unique. Uh, how you do the characters and, of course, the setting as well is probably the most important part. Uh, at, th- at this point, it's basically like the backdrop is just the reality of, like, all sorts of entertainment. And I think that's just such an interesting, uh, like, a ladder to have to climb. To also, of course, figure out this revenge story. And, of course, the character work it does along the way is really good about, like, how, you know, our our two main characters handle themselves, uh, what other characters are up to and doing. It's just uh, it's an interesting, interesting ride. I'm very excited to see how they adapt the rest. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really interested to see how uh, how they deal with Ruby's character from here. Just kind of with, like, the... the- directions that she had gone from episode one and mm-hmm. all the stuff they've built up with with kind of the uh not the corruptness of the idol world but kind of like the the darker side and like the the downsides of all of that and then seeing how at least at the episode one it feels like she's going to be going in that same direction that i had been and how that's going her like having directly been affected by a lot of that stuff how that's going to kind of affect that journey be interesting no spoilers no spoilers no spoilers but yeah my friend just finished the episode and uh he went from saying that it's weird because of how it starts or whatever to say in peak fiction so peak fiction oh my god okay sure it's crazy because this is like i i think it is very to get to that hour five hour ten mark and really like I and then she just gets ripped away from you but it's done in such a well written way that it's like I can be mad but I really can't be mad right okay because what it does immediately after is like it gives you incentive to keep going like yeah we're, we're gonna go kill this motherfucker uh, yeah, and yeah. so that, that's gonna invest a considerable amount of people and it's like I don't really like revenge plots that much but I'm still invested in like yeah, I want to know who this fucking bastard father is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm interested. Which is also I mean, it's interesting how they uh 
they're setting up the father right now. Um, because I I wonder his connections with the crazy stalker fan and how like kind of like how he even found this random crazy college kid to contact and stuff like that you know there's so many questions and you know there's probably a really high likelihood that even you don't know some of the answers to a lot of this but i don't know i just have all these questions about this father character because we know literally nothing at this point through one episode other than the fact that clearly he uh is the big bad at the current moment so yeah, I, I had some like theories about who the father is, but I don't, I don't know yet. So we'll we'll figure it out. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I know enough characters to have any theories. I've met like my two, mind, my mind goes crazy. Bro. <laughs> I met like two adult male characters. The manager who, that would be a crazy plot twist. But I think we're well. That's past what I was that. thinking. <laughs> I think we're well, well past the point. The, where the manager straight up father. asked who the father was. To, uh, hey, so you never there's... know. You never know. You see, she's bluffing, bro. Was like calling up the father, like, "Hey, you should meet your kids." And the manager has very clearly met the kids. So yeah, uh, I'm leaving my options open. Okay. <laughs> I, I will say that I don't have all the answers, even. So it's just it's something right, you'll yeah, learn far in the as, future. As I would hope that you don't have all the answers. Yeah, I would hope that you probably have some answers, but that's something I don't need to know. Yeah, there's been interesting developments, I guess. Uh, but it also makes me wonder how uh, how this father character will end up developing because a lot of times when a character is built up to be this like super bad character at the beginning of a series, I feel like it usually doesn't end up being that black and white later in the series. Yeah, and maybe that's what this story will be. Maybe it's not, but it's interesting to think about if uh, the father doesn't end up being just an absolute shit bag. Um, how that would even be done, you know? Yeah, I can't see it any other way. Like, I don't know. Like, just the way it's been presented, it just feels like. I also can't see it any other way, but at the same time, I I know that like from a perspective, yeah. from a narrative perspective, it would be a lot more interesting if he is uh, a more complex character than just being a cartoon villain who wanted to kill I because he didn't want news to get out that he had children with her. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm very interested. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Now my friends... Did you guys like have anything wants... else that you, that you like particularly liked about this first right. episode compared to like other shows? Compared to other besides shows? Besides the art, besides the plot i guess we've talked about um i mean i feel like we the music i, I, I feel like the, the, point. Wasn't like the music did what it needed to do especially like yeah. uh i feel like the only time i ever like really noticed it uh was during the stabbing scene where like the we had like a yeah. really slow but heavy piano uh or organ whatever the fuck i don't know my instruments anyway it, it was the dun 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 or whatever and i i like that the the noise resonated with my my monkey brain at that moment. <laughs> yeah, I thought the uh, the sound engineering was done well. Audio engineering. Um, I, it wasn't like crazy, but I also didn't notice it in any bad ways. They only had one um, 
like inserty type song in it, which was the I song that they used a couple times. And that was a nice song. We do have the full version of it. I think there were like yeah. two t- songs technically, but I think one might have been like instrumental or some shit. I don't remember. I think they, they showed like part of the other song that she was doing that was yeah. in the dance I am pretty sure they released two songs. Uh, yeah. I guess while we're at it, uh, did either of you watch the music video for the opening? I did not. Uh, yes, yes, I did actually yesterday. Yeah. yeah, it was it was very good music. The author uh, actually wrote like a novel that they kind of like based the music video on. Like it, it's being fan translated now, so it's not something we have right now. It's like Eyes backstory a little bit more. Into that. Right? Uh, so yeah, I think uh, watching the music video is uh, it's definitely it's worth. Movie. It's a good music video. Yeah, it was well yeah, directed. Cool. Um, pretty emotional on its own, honestly. Yeah, it's good. And it's also um, my banner, or part of my and banner. I will watch it later. Yes. Because I uh, kind of forgot yeah, that, that I know you guys had talked about it before, but I was on serious stay away from spoiler watch, and I kind of forgot some of the things that I needed to watch now that I have, you know, watched episode one, and I'm well, not. The as music video did release on the same day as the anime, so it was, uh, it was, it was thank you, Lee. There's nothing to spoil, uh, it had been kind of a dick move to release it before the the what's it called um as it yeah, and yeah. everyone's like oh yeah let's watch this and then but like the like, the oh. lyrics are like very tied to the you know the story and stuff it's just it's a really good song that fits the anime and fits the character um it's so interesting of like you know it's a character you lose in 10 chapters but she has such an impact on the everything um mm-hmm. Even when she's not yet. It's just such a... It's so good. Uh, and the Kaguya author has another manga coming out. I don't know what the fuck it's about, but, uh, you know. Is it out, any of it out yet? Or it's it going to come out later this month. Uh, let me look at let me look for the fucking tweet. Uh, but can he three-peat is the, the question. Yeah. It's too bad. The other thing I, I'm worried about is... Uh, and this may or may not have happened. This is kind of just like fan opinions and people putting their own thoughts into stuff but I do feel like as he got more into writing Oshinoko it kind of felt like Kaguya not that the quality dropped but almost like he got a little less into it I don't want to say bored once again I think he uh, tr- I think he genuinely did try with the ending of Kaguya because like he didn't just end it like boom art one chapter yeah, yeah. we're done he I think it's a complicated series to like end on a because it's a very goofy series as well, and so ending it in a proper way is maybe a little difficult. But he did take his time with the ending. Like we got, uh, send, yeah. we got all these send offs and stuff. He didn't just end it like that. So I, I think, well, it wasn't like the craziest ending. Say, yeah, that's why I don't want to like look too much into it or say like, oh, he got bored of Kaguya because he was having fun writing Oshinoko or stuff like that. But um, it'll be interesting. I hope that uh, this series, which I don't know how much longer Oshinoko has in it because I know nothing about the story. It feels like Kaguya, I assume it probably just has a couple years. Assuming it goes about the same length. I I don't feel like it. So... We're either in the last arc or the second to last. I can't see it going past another 
arc or two. Um, I mean, that's crazy development or something. Something would have to go fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, what the thing I'm most worried about is I I don't want I don't want any characters I like to die because I feel like the series could take that route if it really wanted to, and I'd be very upset. Um, that's another thing I'm kind of curious about. Obviously, this first episode and this first ten chapters were I, not dark, but like it's kind of kind of dark. It, it was kind of dark, and it's I don't know if uh, the rest of the series. You don't have to answer this. Yeah, I'm tell not, not going to answer anything. No. The no spoilers. It is. It is a thought of like, is the rest of the series going to be quite as dark as the first episode is, or is that just kind of like, yeah, we need a dark prologue um, to get to where <laughs> we are, and then the rest is still gonna have some of like the darker themes that it has, but maybe less like, you know. Yeah, we're just gonna kill off this character right now. Um, stuff like that. I have to imagine it's gonna be a little lighter than episode one. It has to be. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I think is... I think I, yeah, being like super dark for like the rest of it would be like really weird. I put in our chat the so he once again he he's done being a, a you know an artist or whatever, and so coming soon. He's just gonna be writing this. Right. Yeah. yeah, he writes, and then, uh, you know, they mentioned the artist, uh, Nishizawa, 5mm, uh, and it comes out, you, you know, like, end of April, 27th. We don't know what it's about, do we? Uh, mm. No, I mean, look at that visual. We have, like, discount Pikachu or whatever. Right. Uh, it's like an eventriloquist. Like, what? I mean, at this point, at this point with Akka, even if we did think we knew what it was about, do we really trust that? Yeah, I tried to look up what the fuck the name of it means, and I can't, I can't really like find anything uh, as to what that means. Like we had, like I don't know how many meanings Renai has. Like uh, Renai flops was translated to love flops, but I don't know if this is like another like love something. Uh, but I, I don't know. Um, It'll be interesting. I mean, at this point. He's on three P watch, so I think he is definitely on three P watch. Yeah, most people will probably be at least reading this for an extensive time to at least know what the story is about at a minimum. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at too. Where it's like, uh, I don't know if I'll read this when it comes out. I'll probably um, read it when it comes out, just so I, I can be there to to witness either the the fall or the the three P. I think at this point, I uh, I won't do with this what I did with Oshinoko and just leave it alone, because I think uh, by the time I heard about Oshinoko, the idea of an anime coming out was somewhat realistic. And it took a couple years, but this hasn't even had Chapter 1 come out, so at this point I would be signing up to wait, like, probably five years or something. Yeah. What's goofy about this one is uh, he had, a, like, a Twitter tournament arc with artists to see who got to draw his manga. <laughs> That's actually really hype. That's one of the most badass things I've ever heard from a book. He's like, he's like, I'm, I'm fucking done with this shit. Y'all, y'all can choose who wants to be the the slave. For, I th it doesn't make it much easier though. I guess on like the the artist if they don't have to figure out the story either or like research anything. Uh, which is like why Doctor Stone was able to come out weekly or whatever. The the author can focus on his craft, like studying shit. Uh. While Boichi could just you know do the do the doodles, um, 
And yeah, like some people are concerned, like, will this affect Oshinoko? But he's not, he was drawing and writing Kaguya at the same time, yeah. as opposed to just yeah, like. That's really impressive, actually. Yeah. So. To juggle all of that. Yeah, drawing, that's writing, cool. and then writing for another series. But I think to write. It's just a weekly thing, right? So, I mean, you have to. Yeah, weekly Young Jump or whatever. Um, yeah. So he'll have, he'll have two weekly series to write for, but my guess yeah, is he he probably knows where Oshinoko... Oshinoko feels like a much more concrete story than Kaguya Oh yeah, for sure. Kaguya's like kind of all over the place in a good way. I mean, if you're I, saying that this should be the second to last arc at worst, and granted, you don't know that. But I don't, yeah, if, I could be fucking wrong. The vibes, if that's the vibes it has, I have to assume that he probably knows the rest of the series. Even... Based on like it, the uh, the flash forwards from the first like ten chapters or whatever, uh, I did notice one like extremely small detail uh, that makes me feel like he has for a very long time planned where I'm this is going. Maybe not like every minute detail, but I think he knows where he wants to end and like how it, he's going to get there. Yeah, it's the same in the sense that like I think for One Piece. Oda has probably always known the conclusion of the series to some degree. But I'm sure he didn't know little details of like this arc and that arc. Yeah, and like it could change. Like I think what makes a good author is like the ability to realize like okay, maybe this idea for an ending was cool at the time but doesn't work now. I want to take it a different direction. Always be flexible, I guess is the big thing. Cause uh it's kind of what happened with Re Zero is um we're in arc well, we, we just started Arc 8, actually. Uh, but Arc 8 is actually like Arc 7 Part 2, because uh, the author was like, no, we'll, we'll never have another arc as long as Arc 4, surely, which was uh, all of Season 2. Uh, and then he had an Arc 7 came along. And everything that was supposed to be in uh, Volume 32, he had to make an entirely separate volume for it with Volume 33, which is the conclusion of Arc 7 Part 1. Uh and then arc eight just started which it probably won't be that long of an arc but uh the fact that he had to split it in two you know sometimes sometimes shit happens you do have an idea or you have things you want to convey and it's important to realize uh like you can't trap yourself into thinking uh like i need to end it this way or whatever yeah because you grow as an author over time well and i think uh there's no specific series that comes to mind but i'm sure there are series that were probably hurt by the fact that they had an ending in mind and they stuck to that ending. I feel like and that, by the time they got there, it maybe didn't make as much sense. I feel like that could have happened. With Attack. That's one of my Attack on Titan shitty ending theories. Uh, that it was either a, a paid inside job to make the ending shit, or it was just something he decided a long time ago and then didn't change it up. Uh, I also, to some degree, feel like that might be. But that's a, a tinfo uh, tinfoil hat kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like if you subscribe to or like um, what's a word? Like just pick one ending to like go into like early on in the story. Or, like, if you set it in stone, way. you're gonna. It's like call, it's like you're as you restrict write, yourself. It's just, yeah, it's not only restricted. It's, it, like it has the potential to like ruin it because you know the steps to get there. If those change anywhere along the way, then you might have to like. You know, change some other stuff around to like make the ending good. It just sacrifices that. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah. I'm not an author. I don't know like the process of like actually writing and stuff like that. So maybe yeah. maybe it's well, okay. Maybe they have there, like, a like, outline, like, uh, but, like it's hard. There's two types of writers that I guess most people look to, and it's uh, what you call a discovery writer, which is like you just 
you sit down, you're like, all right, this is my idea. Let's just fucking see where it goes. And you go from there. And then there's outline writers who do make it outline. Uh, and it, it's just, there's no right way to do it. It just depends on you. But I feel like you, also, in order yeah. to be successful, need to be comfortable with, like, changing plans if it comes to it. Yeah. Like, I could write an outline for, you know, the go-to cast anime and be like, all right, episode one, they start a podcast. And episode 200, Daniel's dead and they write the final podcast. That's crazy. That's messed and, up. Uh, have that timeline, right? But then... Uh, then 199 episodes then in, Daniel you're like, fuck, maybe die. I don't want to kill yeah. Daniel. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Daniel shouldn't die. And, uh, well, what does the end look like if Daniel doesn't die? And then I, you know, play with it, think about it. I'm like, oh, that's kind of good. And so... You know, we have to go another 100 episodes, but Daniel didn't die. Uh, because that's what the people wanted, because Daniel's the fan favorite. And Classic that's what Daniel. Yeah. on Dan Machi video. Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> coming up on my prophesized death. Uh, it's the 49th episode. I have three left before, uh, uh -oh. Uh -oh. before I kick the bucket. Um, but yeah, the, the Don Machi video has been very good <laughs> for the channel. Um my goal is whatever the fuck the 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 Kidrus video is at, because uh, Ajax like, oh, you're not a real YouTuber until you beat this fucking Mario blooper video, and so I'm like, all right, give me a minute, uh, and I'm on my way there. I don't know, I don't remember what it said. I feel like it was like 150,000, but I don't remember. Something like that, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm actually, I'm gonna try and find it right now. Speaking of, if you were anyone who listens to the podcast but somehow doesn't watch Daniel's main channel. He has a What are you doing, brother? Fun videos. Okay. I apologize to the audio only. I have to click on this hotel Mario bloopers to find the views. Okay. Oh I, I paused it. Oh, okay. I get it discriminated against. Okay. Them. It's it's at a little bit over a hundred fifty thousand. I'm almost there. I'm at a hundred twenty one thousand right now. So I I could I beat Mario sure. bloopers. I'm on my way. <laughs> I actually it'd be crazy if we had podcast view. Not crazy. Because there probably is at least one person, but a uh, podcast listener that just has no idea that uh, who you are and your main channel. Yeah, or some random I've... guy, bro. Just some recommendations. Guy, some dude, some guy on Spotify who found us and just only listens to the Spotify. Um, that's my favorite fan. Yeah, go, <laughs> go look. I haven't looked at the our statistics in a while on our audience. I wonder, like. Cause surely I there has to, I don't I wonder if there's any like well surely there are consistent viewers or whatever. Um, let's see. I mean, yeah, we had a German audience for a while. We still have yeah, some German audience. Yeah, uh, our United States audience is our biggest one. Uh, but the Spotify course, like percentage like of domination on like what platforms people use has been going down a fair amount. Uh, it used to it used to be like in the seventies at six at sixty four right now. They, they they got tired of being audio only Andes. Yeah, we only, we have a six percent well, female also, uh, viewer base. Uh, shout out to probably like the one female nice. that watches things. It's uh, it's thing. also like Spotify is less discoverable than a lot of the other. Yeah, that's true. I that we have the anchor. Yeah. So yeah, as that Spotify true. number goes down, it most likely means we have more organic um, viewers and not just our friends who were like, "Hey, watch our episode." Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. We we no longer get one cent per video now, by the way. Uh we we lost our because they 
Anchor changed into Spotify for podcasters. Oh, so, you're right. so we oh. lost that. And now to get to get our one cent of video or a listener or whatever, we have to get a hundred listeners within sixty days or whatever, and we're halfway there to that. It's not impossible, surely. Uh, we not, have to like re re earn it. Is that how it goes? I guess not that it means anything anyway. To be honest, yeah. but um, yeah, I, I I made more within like point five seconds of enabling youtube monetization than i did of all of our time <laughs> podcast and granted there's a big difference between getting like 13 plays of a podcast thing and a hundred thousand views on a video or whatever but uh i don't know anyway not about the money i just i just find it goofy that we have to re-earn what we rightfully gained already <laughs> yeah it's just funny we can't have our uh, our weekly earnings meetings that the the listeners don't know about. Where yeah, we we were so close to five all. bucks. Let's go. Let's go. We're we're at uh we like four dollars in the in the fucking the account or whatever. So uh, speaking of the main channel, so we just spent like an hour and a half talking about Oceanoco. Yeah, is that going to be? special leaks here for the podcast listeners that could be the next next big video on the main channel uh well uh so big leaks for the podcasters the video is already out by the time you're listening into this oh right. um, <laughs> this is friday right so yeah uh yeah so today we recorded on a thursday the video will be released friday uh and this that yep. episode releases saturday so uh that one's already spoiled uh, I, I can give the other insider leaks um so there's like i don't know there's there's three things i'm i'm cooking besides oh i say i'm cooking i need to wait uh so heavily in delusion and hell's paradise i will likely make videos on both of them uh, unless something changes within like the next episode or two for both of them uh, i just want a little more content to work with with both of them especially hell's paradise that one will be Probably like later in the season, honestly. You didn't read either of those, right? No, no, I haven't. Uh, I'm, I'm like, uh, I, I figured out the the strategy for for picking anime to watch. If the name sounds cool, uh, then it's probably gonna be good. I'm like, highly rated. I'm like, like three, gamers, for, right? I'm like three for four on that right now. Uh, started with, uh, was it? Did it start with Licorice Recoil? I feel like it started like one before that. Um, Licorice Recoil sounded cool, and I watched that, and it ended up being really good. Uh, fuck, I need to... I gotta go through my enemy. God dang it, dude. I thought about this earlier, and I was like, yeah. Uh, Boshi the Rock sounded cool, and it, it ended up slapping, so I was uh, two there. I'm trying to think of... Fuck, what the fuck else did I... What else did uh, I watch? Too Cute Crisis sounded cool. <laughs> no, not, not quite <laughs> what I was going for there. Because I know there is a... Because I've been Illusion Slaps, so that's like three, but there's a fourth one where I'm like, okay, that title's cool, but it ended up being trash, and I can't remember... Surely it wasn't Orient, right? No, no, fuck Orient, dude. Oh, Revenger, that's what it was. Revenger oh, sucked. Revenger fucking Revenger. sucked. Fuck Revenger. Uh, so I looked at like the the poster for it and the name, I'm like, hmm, would be cool. Wasn't cool. It sucked. Um, but yeah, I'm and, not. I'm not going to talk about Revenger. Definitely not going to talk about Orient. <laughs> that's, that's not a cool name. Not a cool enough name. No, not really. It doesn't. It doesn't it's just kind of like Orient. There's no there's no oomph behind what about gamers, it. bro. What about gamers? There's no. I like well. Uh, I like cool one word, Dave. Speaking of names, 
tying back to Oshinoko. I didn't know that the English translation to Oshinoko was my star. So, it's, no, it's, it's, it's like a double meaning, isn't it's it? Complicated. Is it? no, yeah. It's complicated. It's not really a double. So, what it would translate to. So, Oshi is like an idol culture word or whatever. That kind of okay. means like. Uh, like your Oshi is like your goat, basically. Like that's your your favorite idol or whatever. Uh, and then Ko is child, so yeah. Um, you can kind of take it to mean my star. Um, if uh, if you like, maybe look at it from like eyes point of view or whatever. Um, my idol's child is another uh, translation I see here, but yeah. uh. You could use the subtitle like mother and child or mother and children is the subtitle for the series, not like the translation, but you could say that as well. Uh, personally, I think Ocean Coast just sounds cooler than all of those. Um, I agree. That was the point I was <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I saw it's clean. It's clean. I saw it under the name My Star, and I was kind of like, I guess that's cool that that's the translation, but that name sucks. I don't think My Star is like that bad, but it's also like not completely. Accurate. It's just generic. It doesn't sound like it. Just sounds boring. My Star, like bro, come on. Mm-hmm. Oshinoko is it's good. It's clean. It's like not super complicated. It's not like fifteen words like some other ones. Yeah, but it's like we're just we're just English speaking people. I like, that sounds kind of cool. Yeah, we're, we're clowns. Yeah, we're we're way too far in the weeb culture to uh, be afraid of a Japanese title sounding cool. I don't know. <laughs> some of them are just like so long. I I mean, you can't make a long title sound cool. In, yeah, uh, that's true. In anything, there's a certain, typically. there's a limit, there's a threshold. Wonder, where, yeah. Fuck is uh, we're in. All right, we're. In, I wonder if anything cool in fall. Any cool titles? I doubt it. Um. <laughs> yeah, no. There's a show called Liar Liar. That's either gonna be fire or absolute garbage. Probably garbage. Actually, I think I've seen promotional material from it. And it didn't look. Did not look good. Uh, maybe I'm. Maybe I'm capping though. I don't know. I guess I'll find out eventually. <clears throat> Even though, like the real peak, the real peak fiction coming out in summer is going to be uh, the vending machine isekai, of course. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, everyone's favorite. Honestly, honestly, I'll probably watch it. That's the worst. Part. I'm gonna watch it. It sounds like fucking dog shit. I have to watch it. <laughs> it's your obligation. It's my okay, I'm the v- worst, vending worst machine isekai. How could I not bite on something so stupid? That's just free I mean, co- that's free content. It's the same. I'm a fan of in another world with my smartphone. So this is just another meme gone too far. See, that's that's not even like absurd enough. Okay, Mar. I guess Mars is reading the manga. Based Kana fan. Yeah. He All is right. reading the manga. It's okay, Daniel. Summer, I'm gonna drag you to watch Fate Strange Fake Live. I'm not gonna watch it anyway, so it's not much of a drag. It's more we're we're going together. <laughs> If it ends up actually being an AX. Uh, I pray that it's at least the same as the Hollow Life concert where it's like in the area. I will gladly miss a day of AX to go find Fate Strains Fake if I somehow were able to get tickets. If what, it's like a, fucking Devils of yeah. Part-Timers coming back next season. God dang it. Yeah, I read that, yeah. I don't want to watch that. Man. I didn't watch do, so. Then don't. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> yeah, don't. Pro tip: Don't watch season two. <laughs> then you'll yeah. feel obligated to watch season three. What is this uh, Horamiya thing? Uh, it's just going to be stories they skipped in the manga. 
or not the manga in the, the anime, anime from the manga because they they went they they jumped like a hundred chapters or whatever. So you know, they they got a little bit of material to work with. Fair enough. It's okay. We'll talk more in depth about the summer in the future when we have our our summer anime podcast episode. Yes, indeed. I, I'll be dead and by then, actually. Also, hopefully, when there's guys, more stuff, there's just like, dedicated to like, his death. I think we should actually do an episode that's just me and Spat. I could just sit here and just like for, give fucking like director's cut commentary <laughs> over it after you finish me talking over your all's podcast, critiquing it. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be pretty funny. I, I feel like the world would April Fool's idea. The world would like implode if I didn't like say uh, welcome to whatever episode of the Goju cast. It's been that no, way. That'd be funny. I'll just we'll just introduce it. You just like we'll we'll type out the intro and we'll just introduce it. Is, nothing is different. Yeah, that's the, we would either do do the intro bar for bar, one of us, or just like totally make a mockery of it. And I would just be like, ah, oh, podcast, let's go. And yeah. it's just that's the intro. It would be uh, very no interesting in to see how that would go, though. Yeah. It'd be funny. It'd be a little. I, I, I am sad that I didn't think about because we had an episode that fell literally on April Fools. I was so mad that That's I didn't. True. I didn't remember okay, the AI is, synthesize our voices yeah. to make a podcast episode of that and just upload that instead. That would have been a lot of work, no, but it'd be so is, funny. April I, Fools is like so unfunny friends. sometimes. So like, I didn't want to say anything because like it's just as is as like a. Yeah, we we could have talked about like you don't have it planned out. It has a tendency to be like super cringe. We could have talked about like Western cartoons for an episode. Really we could have done something. Wait, wait, wasn't this a plan? And we just totally forgot. I it think we we probably probably forgot. I think I actually mentioned Western cartoons, and we definitely just forgot. Just do one, not even for April Fool's. Just have a Western cartoons episode, just for fun. Yeah, we kind of missed the mark. We have to like wait I'm years down. for it to like fall on April first again. I mean, uh, it doesn't have to be exact. It just uh, it's when uh, when you become big time and you open your Patreon and everything will have Secret special. Episode. Yeah, we'll have bonus episodes or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I guess like the real goal would for this show to self-sustain itself, so I don't have to self-fund out of pocket. <laughs> There's no funding for this show anyway. It, well, no, no. We, we used to have funding. <laughs> One cent an episode. <laughs> or play. It's gone now. We'll have to earn that back. But Which isn't impossible. Well, it's probably, it's probably impossible. It's not impossible. It's, it's not very like, unlikely that yeah. we will be getting that back anytime soon. It's not like we have a cost for doing this anyway. We yeah. just show up we have, for two hours. There, there is no... Uh, there's no spending fees here. No business expenses. Daniel barely even edits these unless we. Say I literally, I literally don't. the <laughs> The last time I edited is when I said a word that could be seen as discriminatory towards people with mental disabilities, and I had to go cut that out. But other than that, I yeah, <laughs> careful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait for that to be like my downfall in the future. Like I blow up, someone goes into exactly. the episode, okay. and it's. Yeah, and they see that I said something that they technically they don't know what I said. The word doesn't exist there anymore. But uh... I think the funniest thing to think about in the context of like 
getting canceled in the future is things that we could say today that are not cancelable that in 20 years will be cancelable if that makes sense like anime it's not it's not correct to call it anime anymore there's a different term yeah we're, 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 we're appropriating japanese culture by calling it anime yeah. but you get what i'm saying like i think because i you know example of that word you're talking about was still a word that people should not have said 20 years ago, but it would also not have been something that uh, would have been straight canceled for on the dot. And so I think about, like, what are going to be the things that in 2043 would get someone canceled for having said in 2023 that were, like, totally normal? Liking Oshinoko. Yeah, this, the series ending just ends up being so fucking awful, it's taboo to speak about it. <laughs> Um, I hope that doesn't happen. I can't think of anything that, like, I don't know. We'll just have to, like, the, someone will have to, like, invent a slur about, I don't know. It's like AI has progressed. AI has a slur. That, yeah. that AI is now a slur. Calling them, like, a bot or, like, a fucking, like, yeah, scrap. Yeah. Let's call them a scrap. Robot. We call them scrap in the future. And that's, like, oh, okay, okay. that's their N word or whatever. Whoa. Okay. Oh. Okay, dude. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I agree. I think the uh, I think the yeah, concept yeah. I think the contract concept's interesting to think about like what things won't be socially acceptable uh twenty years from now that are socially acceptable today. Yeah. That or we just uh North Korea starts like a nuclear holocaust by attacking uh some country nearby and then the world gets dragged into war or whatever, you know, the classic. Uh but I'll be dead by uh a few weeks, so it'll be fun. Yeah. Only a couple more episodes to go. Uh, I'll have to. I'll nope. just send over the files to make sure someone else can uh, keep the podcast going. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can you can bring Chimp over to replace me. <laughs> 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 I, don't think, I don't think it's possible to schedule with them. Could you imagine a podcast of Chimp, Spat, and me? Oh, that'd be crazy. That'd be good. That goes so. Yeah, crazy. I'll be asking God for laptop permissions up in up in the. Yeah, yeah, like so I can uh, watch it. It's like it would be like fifty minutes of like whatever, like trying to figure out whether Chimp is like serious or not. You know what I mean? Like, like, I I, sometimes I wonder if he actually wanted to do a podcast, and but I just I I don't think I ever could have done it. I don't think it'd be possible because he does because he does one now with with uh, with Joey Joey and Moet, but it's like Moet King Moet. But like when we were having initial discussions, he didn't seem too serious about it. I was like, all right, fuck it, all right. He's like, he's like, what was it? What was the idea? It was like. He said something uh, random. And walk then you, a, then walk you, a or something. Yeah, you said some. He said some stupid, and you just went along with it. I got left at the oh, dust. Chip, I'm like, well, Chip. fuck. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Chip is hilarious. I I, I I love how you guys are like sworn enemies, but you guys are like both like Philadelphia sports fans. It's just the funniest thing. To me. I I don't even know where this rivalry rivalry came from. I don't know, but it's so funny. It's actually really funny. Whatever. I, I don't think it's serious, but you know. it, it's not. We're we, we have each other added on Discord. I don't, I don't think uh, he would have added me. If he, buddy, if he genuinely just, hated me, I don't think it's, it's just It's an act. It's, an act. it's to spice up. It's, yeah, he, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's always in character, I suppose is the best way to put it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um... I just need to get the main channel to the point where I can like laugh at his channel, and then I can be I can have like the, oh, the, it's a competition I can now. Have the dominance, okay, and the, this rivalry. Um, 
I have to make a video that will suppress his, whatever his top view is, which like I feel like it's like seven hundred thousand or something like that. It was, but I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, which Probably is a super uh, old video. I, that might take a, a while to 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 beat that one. Um, as long as you're enjoying the videos you're making, it'll happen eventually. Yeah, you hit it big. I mean, I've said this. I think uh, your videos are. There's effort and love put into them, yeah, and that I agree. like to me, as long as you're doing that and you're still enjoying doing it, it will eventually. Like, you need you need more red arrows in your thumbnails. That's the that's <laughs> yeah. the key. I had one one red arrow. It did procure yeah. ten thousand views, but that wasn't. It was <laughs> oh a, it was it was a butch of the rock, whatever. Uh yeah, yeah. So it was uh it was pretty free anyway. Um. Yeah, Chimpex number one video is seven hundred seventy-seven thousand views. Um, I do break into his top three though. Like I, I oh, okay, I, I have, and it's all like click. It, it's all click. <laughs> oh, so in terms of real videos, I win. Um, because his his big video is how to get Chinese one hundred percent of the time. Definitely a troll video. Um, and his second one is like how to get max happiness or some shit in ORS. And then oh, I. <laughs> But but then I uh, that's when I would take over because it drops from like two hundred thousand to ninety three. Fair enough. Yeah, it was like nine years ago or whatever. Uh, that that's probably like the height of Pokemon. I feel like it was like Gen six area, at least in terms of like YouTube viewership. Maybe maybe you decided maybe I'm just not around the seat enough. Or at least that old that old style of Mon's content is definitely not what it used to be. Like I feel like the focus is definitely a lot more now on uh. Like the long form challenge run bullshit. Yeah. But uh yeah, speaking of long form, uh this was a long episode. Still, oh, we are still recording, right. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Just I'm that. not gonna lie. I There's forgot. No way you just I thought we were just chilling after the podcast and I realized like just now. Yeah, it's that, a, like, oh yeah, we never actually ended the episode. Yeah, it's a good thing you didn't reveal your racist tendencies, and that would have been a really unfortunate. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Don't get we're in. still recording, by the way. Yeah, I fucking know we're still recording. I have the button in front of me. <laughs> you just want to You just want to expose. I'm but, just yeah. throwing some. Je I have to before I perish. I have to make sure you all downfall with me. Uh, but anyway, speaking of long form content, that's the end of this long form piece of content. Uh, I think. This is our, I feel like we're fucking breaking record. This is our second longest episode now. I'm pretty sure. Uh, we're at hour fifty. Probably, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're, we're just kinda, not. I mean, to be fair, like I said, we were kind of just chilling for the last like twenty minutes. Yeah. Um, which is good. That's podcast. That's podcast vibes. But I totally forgot we were even still doing the podcast. Oops. But yeah, speaking of the podcast, you can find us on YouTube at uh, Is the Order an Anime Podcast. Uh, can't miss it. We're like literally the only thing you could ever possibly find by typing that in. If you want to go to the audio only side of things, uh, you can find our. If you go to the YouTube, you can find our. Well, fuck. Do I have to change those links? I'm going to assume the anchor uh, link. I think when I type in anchor in my browser, it redirects me to Spotify. So I'm going to assume those anchor links still work. Uh, if they don't, no one clicks them anyway. And so it doesn't really matter. Uh, but you can go down into the description down below, um, and you can go to the audio only from there. It will link to the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc., wherever you want to listen. Uh, I can only I hope someone like like screams for their Alexa to start playing the Gochu Cast like every week. But uh, yeah, uh, you can find 
new episodes every single week, most of the time, unless something tragic happens, every Saturday at 3 p.m. East, I guess we're in Eastern Daylight Time now, uh, until, yeah, the, and, and, until, the, until the, <laughs> the final goofy switch. Yeah, uh, is there it, one more switch? Yeah, it'll if, be uh, November uh, is the last one we have, and then we're done. Which I'm so fucking ready to be done with it. Uh, but yeah, speaking of being done, we're done with the episode. Thank you and goodbye.